Hello and welcome to the 76th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast and proudly a part of the Pixels Podcast Network, the show where you can get your fortnightly dose of PlayStation news, lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the happy to my festivus, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should review us on any podcast service that allows it. And follow us on Twitter at LongLivePod. Our individuals are there. If you want to follow them, they're probably more fun than the regular one. But that's up to you. You can do what you like. It's fine. With that out of the way, Kale, how are you going? How was your holidays? What's happening? New year, new me. And I'm here and I've got some resolutions. I'm going to be making some changes this year positive ones, things that will improve my state of mind, uh, my body, my soul, my gaming acumen. Big, big plans. Big plans. Have you noticed, have you noticed you do the same thing almost every time? You just say a lot of <laughs> words consecutively in a row. Like, like you don't really say anything. You're like, oh, this, this, <laughs> and this, and this, this. It's called like, a calling card. I think it's called sloppy sloppy work, really. Laziness, I'd call it. When Jerry Seinfeld comes out, he goes, so what's the deal with airline food? It's kind of like Yeah, that. but he's a famous, extremely famous, wealthy, successful comedian, and you are none of those things. <laughs> not even a comedian? No, no, not even a comedian. You're not funny. You're funny. Like, we laugh at you, not with you. It's very different. We laugh with Jerry. We laugh at you. I'm funny, haha. You're funny, yeah, sad. to look at. <laughs> How dare you say that to me? Here. Yeah, it's funny. I want this to be a new year, a fresh start, a new beginning. And you're just Give me some of your resolutions. You've got so many, apparently. Let's go. Your same old Give toxic me, traits. That's start, what you're falling straight start, back that, into. Fuck off. Fuck off. Everyone loves me, except you, but that's for good reason. Give me your resolutions. What's your number one? Actually, better. What's the first one you're going to give up on? Oh, uh, that's probably going to be the weekly exercise, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> once a week, you're talking about weekly, like once a week. Uh, I wanted more than that. I wanted it to be like two to three times. I'm on track this week, but it's very quickly going to fall off. That's fair. That's fair. Very, yeah, very that's quickly. That's usually the first one that goes. I feel like any gym in the world is suffering in just over a population right now and give it like a, a couple months and it just goes back to the mean. Do you, do you happen to see that story getting around on social media about the high-end gym in the US that was banning new members uh, in the first month for this I exact reason? That. I respect that. It was an interesting story because they were like a high-end gym. It costs like hundreds of dollars to go uh, anyway. What's it called? I it was like know. Magic I, I, or something? Or No, no. I know the one. There was ones in New York and some dudes yes. I work with went there. I was like, you work at an Apple store. You're not making much money. Why are you spending so much on a gym? But they did go to the gym a lot. So, I, you know. Interesting. Well, yeah, that was turned into like a whole classist thing because people are like, well, they just don't want the paws coming anyway. So, uh... No. I, no. It, see, some people just need to realize this, there's a thing called like user experience, right? And the gym oh, didn't want their, their long-term users to have a poor user experience. It's important. I watched the, uh, the Woodstock 99 documentary series on Netflix called Trainwreck. Oh. And that was like the big part of it is that they just cut so many corners to make money. And the user experience was horrific and everyone was off it. Would you call really that the... And then they rioted. Woodstock's UX? Yeah. Yeah. I would. To put I'd... it into video game terms. The, uh, but anyway, sorry, continue. That was basically it. We just kind of got on a tangent about gyms. And, well, no, we're still talking about your, your uh, New Year's resolutions. Which one do you think you will stick with the longest? That's an interesting one. Uh, hopefully being <laughs> a good father. <laughs> 
Hopefully that one. Yeah, honestly, honestly, that would be rough if you gave up on that before yeah. the, the th- two time a week exercise, you know. In a month, in the first yeah. month. Actually, we're five <laughs> weeks now. Here's one for you. When do we stop counting in weeks? You have older nieces. Kind of whenever you want. Yeah. It's, it's a personal bit- preference. Like, really, I'd actually, I'd like to meet someone who never stopped counting in weeks. You're like, my child is 186 weeks right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, on their second birthday. Yeah, 104 like weeks. like three. <laughs> 104 weeks old. Yeah, we're having the 104th week birthday. Woo! Yeah, woo. Uh, no, no, I'm not into that. But I think whenever you want. I feel like three months is probably a nice time to start transitioning into months. That Obviously, the one year you go to mm. years. But even then, it's, it's, in, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a dad. <laughs> It's, it gets a little confusing, I think. I'd rather just be in months. Here's another thing. This is what we're talking about. We live in Australia. We have the metric system. It's a beautiful system. It's a scientific method. Why, why are babies measured in pounds and inches? Yeah. What is it about that, that people come out and they just, they're like, how many pounds is your baby? That's all they know. It's the only context people ask, how many pounds were they? They don't ask. And the doctors it's tell the you the same reason kilos. that when someone asks me how hu- tall I am, I say I'm 5'11 instead of 180 centimeters. The height one is interesting. It's, it is. You're right. It's the same concept. It, it's but- just, it's what everyone's known. And it's the reason, that is the exact reason America will never go to the metric system. Because you have 200, 300 million people who know a system. And then to be like, it's all different now. It's never going to happen. We've had the metric system our entire life. Why do we hang on to this? And presumably before, too. It's just uh, a... I don't know. I feel like the height is always one that's always just been in feet and inches for some reason. And you just get used to it. And I think that's an Americanization of Australia where we like... You're watching American sports and NBA, NFL, and they're like, they're seven foot two. And like, you just get... Mm. It's just ingrained in us, you know? So what you're saying is it is the force feeding of American culture into our uh, Very possibly. Like the, psyche. Like, for like driving a car, right, you have a, a speedo in front of you that's telling you exactly how many kilometers an hour you're doing. Yes, kilometers, you know? yes. Well, you correct. don't have, I don't look, I don't have something that's always telling me how tall I am in centimeters for me to reference, you know? And it's true, like if someone said 170 centimeters, I have no idea. But if you said 5'9", I kind of know roughly how tall yeah, you are. you have a it's... general idea. So, anyway, mm. I don't know why we're still talking about this. But anyway, what did you we have not enough time at the start of the show to go over both of our last two weeks of holidays and New Year's and whatever, but... I do need to um, start playing some more PlayStation games, just to bring it back around. Uh, obviously, it's been a busy time. New baby, house full of family for the holidays, but... Oh, okay, I do no, need don't worry to, about it. It's fine. I need to get back on the horse. I've been doing all right, actually. Not amazing, but all right. Should we just... Well, no, I want to hear about your nightmarish New Year's Eve in the mud town and the hippies. Hippie Mudtown. Uh, there was a drum circle. I can confirm one drum circle, and I had to remove myself from this. The, the hippies. There was too many drums going. Uh, we went to Woodford Folk Festival. Folk Festival. That's correct. It's a folk. No festival. one knows necessarily what that is. I do though. I know exactly and the we depravity. Were, it's a folk festival. It's a it's a hippie fest essentially. And we we got there on the day before New Year's Eve, and the weather said it was meant to be cloudy with like a small chance of a little bit of rain. I wish you'd um, said but obviously, <laughs> but obviously the weatherman is perpetually wrong, mm. and they never really know what's going on at any given point r- with any accuracy so uh we got there and it was very muddy we pulled into our overnight camping area just took a while to get there through all the lines and after getting tickets and stuff and 
we got to a lady and she was like, oh, we, uh, we're, we're bogged. Like we can't fit any more people in here. So we're going to send you to the season camping and you can find a spot over there. And we were like, okay, but this seems fishy, but all right. And then we drove over to the season camping area again through lines and stuff just to get to where we were. And we were driving around and it was just full. There was nowhere <laughs> to go. It was so rough. And after probably maybe an hour, hour and a half driving around, we ended up like a lady told Sean to just pull over and go walking through because like against the road, you can't always see deep enough to see if there's any campsites available. So we ended up finding a campsite, which was on a bit of a hill. Wasn't the worst thing in the world, Uh, but the rain just didn't really stop and just kept Mm. going and got worse a little bit. And so the mud was real and we were watching, we were on a hill looking down to a like a boggy area that we almost camped in with the assumption there wasn't much more rain coming. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't because it would have been terrible. Uh, And then we, we did that and the rain just kept on coming all night and (laughs) I was so tired. It was, I can't really, I, by like 10 o'clock I was like, I'm done. Like I'm going to go to bed and I'll just have a big day tomorrow. And uh, then we woke up and it was, not raining anymore and it was a clear day and there's this really cool like new lake that they have there lake kukula or something it's called sounds like it's a man-made lake they made in 2019 but they've like they introduced like wildlife like frogs and bugs and whatever just in there and it's made its own little ecosystem but it is a freshwater lake that you can go swimming in it has a rock you can jump off and it's actually was we did that the first thing the next morning to like shake off the cobwebs of the night before and it was so good <laughs> so good uh, and then yeah went to the festival had a great time it was honestly really fun it was such a good night how many Up to uh, like 2 30 how many flautists did you see peruvian flout troops uh n- only one flautist uh oh. we saw jagu we saw jaguar jones on the first night uh emily and sean's partner kaylin went to do a ring making workshop so okay. me and sean went to see jaguar <laughs> jones and uh, halfway through one of her songs, she pulls out a flute and starts like jazz fluting in oh. the song. So there was one flautist. Uh, that was pretty good. And honestly, it was really sick. It was a yeah. great time. No regrets. And there was these glamping tents on the way in. We were like, next year we should do like the full week and just just pay the money and have a yeah. full on like drive up, your tent's ready and it is spectacular with like hot water and a barbecue and a deck and the thing i like the most <laughs> i would really feel like a lord because you sit on the deck overlooking the peasants camping in the fields that is you know the good I mean? stuff yeah that is the good I, stuff. I really i, I really want to feel like that uh, but it actually was really fun it was a really good time when i went to that uh burning man adjacent event a couple of years back <laughs> we like met up the australian this- ripoff yeah yeah uh, we came across these guys and they had the first kind of setup I'd ever seen like that. They had a huge generator, a flat screen and a PS4. And they were just playing it in their monstrous tent. They had like fridges and everything. It was so awesome. Yeah, that's the play. Diesel <laughs> generator. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, really, really good time. And then came back to reality and I'm so glad. I took an extra week off work. I was meant to go back on Tuesday. That was a good move. Like, yeah, yeah, yesterday, and I messaged my boss like two days into my holiday. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'll see you on the 9th. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I'm out yeah, of no, it. No, 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 no. So, yeah, good times all around, honestly. Great. No, no regrets. For leaving the pillows at your house was a big mistake, though. Yeah, Govinda stayed at my house the night before, left his pillows. We kind of caught that about the time you were getting there, I guess. Or at least we realized yeah, we, on our end. 
we stopped off at a place to meet up with Sean and Kaylin before we got there and they had a Kmart there. So we ended up buying new pillows, but that was uh, not the vibe because now I still need to get the pillows. I mean, the pillows are here, but they are regularly humped by Leon. Just regularly. I don't, they are. I don't think they are. Aaron wouldn't let that happen. You certainly would, but Aaron definitely would. And it's fine. There's no secretions, but he's definitely dry humping those pillows all day no, long. he's not. I know he's not. So that's fine. The Emily's pillows too. She would just be devastated if that was real and Aaron then, wouldn't let that happen. They're nice and silky. So his silky little body like kind of creates this friction as they rub up again. It kind of goes... Yucky, dude. Yucky. All right. Let's um, move on. Video I'm games? Sick of you and what you're talking about. Now, I just want to say my New Year's resolution is to beat Persona 5 Royal before you. That's fine. And I'm well on my way. You're trying to make this a whole thing. You're trying to get me steamed, and I'm trying to be zen. That's was my. I'm I, just, dude, my I don't thing. know why you're playing Trails in the Sky when don't you've got Persona. You read my favorite the part is ahead how, of time. Is I'm I'm actually behind. I started talking about mine first, and yours is above mine. I don't. I love that you were like, all I need is the sixty frames a second, and I'm gonna finish Persona Five Royal, and you haven't touched it. You know what you the reality are is? Despicable. <laughs> yeah, I haven't touched it. I've been playing Trails in the Sky FC, that stands for First Chapter, on my Vita. That's right. This is sort of going to be the swan song of my PlayStation Vita. There is a second. uh, This is a trilogy of games, of course, the Trails in the Sky. You know, if you're a super awesome guy like me, you know all about that. Uh, These are ones I'm missing, so I'm trying to work through it. And the Vita is very uh, useful to me in my current life state. I want Persona. But it's just kind of, I guess when I got it, I got distracted and then there was God of War, which took me a really long time to get through. I've actually deleted God of War off my hard drive, which felt cathartic. Loved it, but I'm not going for the platinum. I've just, I've just accepted that. And I've, I've just, I'm trying to move through these games. You know what I mean? But Persona's still on the hard drive. I have every intention, Govinda. It may not be a race. I won't be drawn How into your... How far through Persona are you? Oh, God. Like, not even done with Kamashita. Oh, I love that I'm even past you, dude. Like, <laughs> you're like despicable. A... No, That's I haven't so played it in, like, terrible. two months. I don't know what you're talking I know. about. <laughs> it's, it's, it's offensive. I can't believe you. That's okay. funny. And I'll, My favorite part is I'm going to beat it before you with your copy of it because I didn't buy it. I, I think that's great. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, Sorry, totally unrelated, but uh, Tesla stocks up a little bit. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yeah, uh, up a little bit. How many? Like 5% on its down yeah, 43% <laughs> for the year? Yeah, nice, dude. <laughs> I got a lot riding it's on that. Over, you know? bro. It's over. Elon, if you could just anyway, settle down. Get dude. out of here. Stop looking at just stocks. Settle We're down. Not about stocks. It's not that sort of podcast. Uh, but anyway. Oh, wait, sorry. And just somewhat related, I've also been tooling around with Catherine, which is another game I want off my hard drive. I'm yeah, like four or five hours in. It's not a long game. I think it's only eight to ten long. It's tough, but really cool. Like, you can really see it was the game in between Persona 4 and Persona 5, and it's got so much of that just awesome character stuff. I get yeah, it. I just really you don't like the puzzles. can't do the puzzles. Like, I just really didn't like them. And the fact it's that funny. that is the game, I'm like... It's really not, though. It's one third of the game. It'd be like saying Persona 5 is only dungeons, because it's not. 
That's true. That's true. But it's like, I like the dungeons in Persona, especially Persona 5 Royal, where I was like doing Kamashita's dungeon being like, what is happening? I, why do I have a grappling hook? Where yeah. is all this extra stuff coming from? This is not the dungeon I remember. And I was like, these dungeons have been fleshed out. Yeah. But just to finish that, this is what I want from Persona 6. I'm done with the school life, and I know they they will do it again, but I want the adult persona, and that is what Catherine is. Like, real stakes, like death, adult themes. <laughs> very, uh, uh, very strange going on. Five, though. The first, the first cast you go in is about a dude who's, like, sexually abusing students, and, like, there's adult and themes in a student world. But, they, but I know what you mean. I'm with you. I love Persona 5, but they definitely shoot their load. That's it. Like, that is the high point of the adult themes, that first dungeon. It doesn't get... There's still adult themes. That's the highest really. point, for sure. For sure. Yeah, like, there that's... Still. They really... It's just companies being shitty and... Yeah. I don't even remember. But the... Uh, we've said it so, so many times, but I was like, I don't know why, like, they haven't gone to have, like, a 9 to 5. Give, give me a 9 to 5 job, and I have people at my 9 to 5 that I have to talk to and deal with, and... You know, I even think like university would be really College, interesting. Yeah. That would be an interesting twist. And you kind of choose your classes as the social links. Like that could be interesting. Uh, did you see the rumor circulating in the last maybe week or so? Not, yeah, about last week or so, where apparently Atlas is doing. Not only are they releasing Persona Three like on PlayStation, or maybe not PlayStation. I forget about the details there. But apparently they're doing a full remake of Persona Three. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that later, Govinda. Please um, keep to your document. Uh, can I be really honest with you? You didn't you didn't actually mention that specifically down there. I don't know if you missed it or you didn't want to, but it's actually not in the document, so that's why I thought I'd mention it while we're talking uh, about it. It's in so. there. It's related. It's in the article. Ah, well, Please continue talking about the games you're playing, Govinda. I started playing Final Fantasy XII, <laughs> The Zodiac Age. That's a, that's a, stra- a strange move. I like. Why? I appreciate it. Why is it strange? It seems actually pretty on brand. I was playing a lot of Final Fantasy earlier last year. <laughs> it's true. So, well, I was it's... playing nine, the thirteen, finished seven remake. I finished ten, not thirteen. Sorry, I finished ten. I was gonna say that's a uh... no. When not do you 13. think that's terrific? When do you think, off the top of your head, Final Fantasy twelve came out? Just give me a year. Um, two thousand and sorry, give me a sec. I'll get there. Just don't overthink 2000, it. 2009? 2006. Ah, uh, yeah. I Isn't thought it was a bit late. Not really, but yeah, it makes sense. Because what, 2001 was Final Fantasy X? I believe so, yeah. Or 2002? I think 2001 Japan, maybe 2002 in the in the West, but I... That makes well, sense, actually, because in between that, they also did the, the Final Fantasy XI... They used to make games game. so quickly because 7 was 97, 8 was 99. Presumably 9 was in 2000 or 2001. Well, yeah. I saw Jason Schreier tweeted something. It was like, fun fact, a development cycle so long that if a like a AAA studio started a game today, we would get it for the PS6. Yeah, it's so heavy. Because it's like a, what, five to six year dev cycle at this point. Yeah. It's, so uh, I guess that's why everyone's getting multiple teams rather than just not releasing a game for six years. <laughs> but the, the thing people don't realise... I mean, they do realise it, but there's so many more developers now, so you're not waiting. Like, there's so many more games coming out, like different yeah, franchises, yeah, like, and you're not and just again, waiting, yeah. like, for Final well, exactly. Fantasy. <laughs> it, but you also have now, like, 
Naughty Dog has two, maybe three teams, like multiple. All, all these studios now have multiple teams that might work for six years each, but you're getting a game every three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're so doing their best. It doesn't best. feel as bad. And there's a lot more money in it. But uh, yeah, that is pretty wild. That, like, what what is it? Uh, Ken Levine like, hasn't released a game. Did he, he, nearly... he didn't release one for PS4, did he? Or was that no, Bioshock no, Infinite? Was that no, PS3? I... I don't believe Ken Levine was involved in Bioshock Infinite. I thought he was. That was his last game before he left. Oh, no, sorry. You're right. I'm thinking of Bioshock And then too. the studio broke. You're yeah, absolutely Bioshock right. Infinite was a PS3 game, right? Yes, And then they did correct. the Bioshock collection. for. So Ken Levine has been an entire generation console cycle without releasing a game. Which is... I'm sure there's a, many stories there. I'm sure there are. It's like, when's the last, when's the last uh, Bethesda, like, Bethesda game? Fallout 4 was PS4. PS- yeah, PS4. PS4. Yeah, because Skyrim was PS3. So, anyway, sorry, we're mm. going to sidetrack aggressively. But yeah, I started Final Fantasy 12. Uh, I just kind of did it because at some point I want to do it, but I'm not really wanting to commit to it now. But I wanted to get through the doldrums of the start of that game. I actually find that to be the best part of the game. Everything up until like, uh, what's the Sand Sea? Like kind of the first third of the game, I think is my favourite. Like, oh, no, I just wanted to get out of uh, Rabinaster. Oh, just, like, sure. I, the whole thing sure. with Vaughn, going into the sewers, going into the castle, like doing all that jazz. So yeah. I just got Balthier and Fran and I'm leaving the castle after the heist or whatever is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just, I left it there and I'll maybe come back to it at some point. But I just wanted to get through that. And I was like, this is a pretty good game and the quality it of life stuff is pretty nice. I was super confused at first because it's the Zodiac Sphere Grid, uh, not Sphere Grid, uh, License Board. Yeah. So you're locked into things a little bit more aggressively than you were in the original, which I don't know if I love. I prefer it because I'd rather have a class than sort of end a up... A bit of a mishmash. Yeah. I'd like to focus them on something. I just... My problem is that, like, I I want Balthier to have guns, but I need to, like, do a shitty class that I don't have guns in before I can get guns. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And I was like, nah, he was just my gun guy for the entire game. He was just armor piercing machine. And now I can't really do that. And he needs to have like a spear or some shit before I can get him to actually use a gun. It was really bizarre. Uh, so I don't love that part of it, but I, I get it. You just lock into a class. It's hard to make the decision. And I have like, con- like I was playing, I told you, Pillars of Eternity. And I, I pick up a, a companion. It's like, who do you want them to be? A warrior or a rogue? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A uh, warrior. And I chose warrior. And immediately I was like, fuck, I needed a Regretted rogue. Regretted it. God damn it. Like, I, and so that's me. That's a whole other thing. But I go into those games with a plan. Like planned out classes ahead of time. Well, my problem was like, I was a paladin. I chose a paladin. But then you and get so a when paladin. I chose, but I can. I assume I'll get an option with him where you can choose between two classes that they could potentially be, or a multi-class. Ah, her, but okay. Well, I said who they could be, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> her name's Palagina, all right, and she's a half. Oh bird my god, woman. you're okay. such a nerd. Anyway, she's a don't worry about bird it. Woman. Don't worry about it. I'm sick of it. Uh, are you done? Yeah. You want to talk about trails more? God damn it! I'm. I'm actually, and that's what I didn't say is that trails. I'm 24 hours in. That's all I've been playing for the last like really four weeks, and I. But it's so broken up and it's in such tiny little beats that I almost forgot I'm playing it, if that makes sense. Like, I've been playing it no, for it nearly, like a month and a half. <laughs> no, but I've I never. I literally. Um, why do I always forget the name of this game? The one that Callum just platinum, just like reading a book. Oh, Disco Elysium. 
Disco Elysium. Yeah, it's like Disco Elysium. I've I, like when I went through a little run last time of it, I went through like a good chunk of that game and then yeah. just haven't played it since. And then I'll go back to it and be like, what's going on here? Uh, but I was going to say, it's it's funny when we were talking about the dev cycles being so long now, and I was like, that's why the new Pokemon games are so bad. Yeah, right. Although I will say... One year. <laughs> yeah, I will say that Erin has really hit a corner. Um, she had all her many, many issues. Turned a corner, but continue. Uh, you hit a corner, you're stopping, you know what I mean? <laughs> she is enjoying it now. Um, something's happened, something shifted, she's several gyms in, and she is enjoying herself now. Uh, Interesting. Well, I was talking to our friend Ant about it, because mm. he got it at Christmas, and he was like, it is horrific. And he is a, like, he plays every oh, Pokemon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon game, and he was like, this is, I'm going to return it and go pick up Persona 5 Royal. And I was like, well, that is the best thing you've ever decided. Yeah, that's a huge... For sure, you've gone from one of the worst games of the year <laughs> to one of the best games ever made, so enjoy that ride. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I don't know what it is. She just seems like the difficulty has picked up. She was fighting this, like, boss, which was really cool. It was, like, four... You have your folk, four Pokemon against, like, a super boss. She has the ability no, to glide I hated now. that, but continue. They, they did raids in the last one where you could go in and it's, like, a mega evolution or whatever it is, but mm. it was uh, some dumb name for it, and I can't remember. It's, like, what is the one in this one? Like, Zavastris or some shit? Like, well, I like Awful. I liked this because it was like whatever the Team Rocket stand-in is, they just have a massive truck and they're covered in like mucks and grimers and you're just fighting like <laughs> this literal trash truck. <laughs> and it was cool. I liked it. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's it. Um, they're the two things I've been playing. I haven't really been playing too much else that I can think of off the top of my head. I'd like to try and beat Catherine by the next time we record. We'll see how we go. I go back to work soon. You go back to work. Let's see. <laughs> I it bet you don't. On. I would love, I, I really want another Vita. I'm just going to be honest. I want a Vita 2. I know it's never going to happen, but I really do want it. Steam Deck, baby. Get on board. It's not the same. I want trophies and the Steam Deck is cumbersome and too big. It's too big. It's too big. Nah, I'm all right with that. It's the same I, with the Switch. I have the same problem with the Switch. It's just gigantic. And the, the Steam Deck is bigger, significantly. I, I, that's, a, that's a philosophical thing I've come to realize. I think I might be, I might not be able to chase Platinums anymore. And I'm starting to accept that. Like, I think I just need to focus on, like, as a resolution, I think I just need to focus on actually beating games and not overthinking the Platinum, which sometimes puts me off beating the game. Uh, no, my, that's not my problem, because I'm pretty good at, like, I don't look at trophy guides or anything until I've beaten the I game. I do. And then, it, yeah, that's that's what you got to stop doing. Because that's yeah. why, I'd like, God of War, I, I looked at the trophy guide after I finished it, and I was like, oh, that's doable. But if I get to one that's like, you've got to play through the whole game again, I'm like, well, I'm not going to get that platinum, and that's okay. Well, I didn't include it, but that's the thing. Because I was like, oh, Persona 3 is being released on PlayStation in a few weeks. With trophies. Yeah. And I was like, that'd be awesome. But then there was a story, and it's like, you need to play through it at least twice, once with each main character. I was like, yeah. it's probably not going to happen with a baby, if I'm being honest. It's, it's no, probably not going to happen. <laughs> it would happen. It's more likely to happen if it was on Vita. Yeah. Or Vita 2. Come on, PlayStation. Figure it out. But anyway. Okay, that's enough of that shit. I could, I, it's weird that I feel like I could talk about things for a long time, whereas usually I couldn't wait to stop talking to you. But here we are. And again, uh, it's. I was like, there's not much news this week because it's that weird time, but we've somehow gone long already. Shall yeah, we? I mean, we're, at th- we're at 30. It's almost bang on at this point. We're pretty much spot on because these are going to be relatively quick. Or I thought that at, at, for the intro too, and we're still talking, so... Here we go. This could be a classic two-hour. Who knows? Ease back into the new year. Well, Kale, are you ready for some quick fire news? 
I'd love that. Kratos actor's epic God of War Ragnarok speech broke a world record at just shy of eight minutes. Christopher Judge has beaten the longest acceptance speech of any award ceremony, I guess, publicly, like yeah. shown publicly. Yeah. Uh, the previous record holder was Greer Garson at the 1942 Oscars. She spoke for five minutes and 30 seconds. Christopher Judge... Seven minutes, 59 seconds. So, he blew her out of the water several oh, yeah. minutes I, longer. Do you, I wish I, I I could have done some research and figured it out, but I didn't, and everyone will just have to deal with that. But I want to know how long he spoke for after the music started playing. Because I feel like the music probably started playing at, what, like three minutes, and he continued to talk for, like, another five minutes. I, and it is interesting, because, like, it was interminable to me. Like, watching it, I thought it was... He was really taking the piss, and then it just kept going, and then it kept going. Like yeah, it just it was... become it became uncomfortable. Like yeah, you they put music on. He ignored that, and he's talking about like just people no one knows. Like just thanking people that are not relevant to the game. Not even that. He's he's getting to the point where he's got like anecdotes about development and in the mocap studio oh, and like it was wild. And all it I can was think so about. Funny. I, I'm, I'm like on this real uh, Ricky Gervais algorithm at the moment and his whole philosophy, like when, when he was doing the uh, Golden Globes or whatever it was, was like, look, just get up there, take your stupid award, say thank you and fuck off because no one cares. And this yeah. is the perfect epitome of that where you just like literally no one cares. <laughs> like you just come up, say, yes, thank you, boy, and then sit down. No one wants to hear anymore. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> it's an awards show. Yeah, honestly, no one cares, and they just want to get through it. And I, it, when he started talking about, like, this happened, and I cried, and then he just hugged me, and I was like, dude, no, shut up. Like Again, like, save I, it, it's Save meaningful. it for the behind-the-scenes feature. That's right. Like, it's just not the appropriate venue. And I would have loved, like, a Jeff Cam. Just a, just a close <laughs> shot of Jeff Keighley's face. Picture in picture, bottom right corner, just Jeff Keighley's face for the just whole go, time. Do something, get him up. And... We talked about it before, but what could you possibly do? They tried to put the music on. He wasn't going for that. How are you going to get Kratos? All right, all right. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there because you're about to break his record, and this is quick fire news. So we're going to move right along, Kale. Square Enix has said that Final Fantasy 16 will showcase the power of the PS5 like it's never been showcased before. I added the bit at the end there, but I think that's what they were implying. Yeah, that's true. This comes from just a quick little statement from Naoki Yoshida. He said, and this is translated from Japanese, that the latest trailer is all real-time rendering. There's no loading. It's become a game that is like, look at the power of the PS5. Obviously, this is... Kind of par for the course. P-P-P-R-R-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-P-R-
I'm look, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think I just need to accept that it's going to be very different to most Final Fantasies that we've played. And that's the trick, is that all Final Fantasies are. They're all very different. Yeah, but they always have some element of, like... I guess this probably will, too. This will have chocobos. Some, like, some element of, like, like, like s- tactics, you know? Like, turn-based mm. tactics. Some sort of something there. Nah, see, I wouldn't even expect that. 15 didn't really... Like, we could just keep going True, the other 15 way. Really, 15 really didn't. I guess that's it. I guess it's you look back at, like, 7 Remake, and even that was leaning that way, but you still had the option to pause it and issue commands. Yeah, we've talked but to it looks, about this that. But it looks... This does not look like... This does not look like you're going to have that option at all. But it's it's interesting. With Final Fantasy X, they had a similar marketing push towards the release. Like, if you look at the box of Final Fantasy X, it didn't really talk about the game. It talked about the graphics. And that's the pretty funny. And, like... It was just pushing that, like, PS2 is a game changer, you know, so. I just want infinite time to go back and play all these games. Like, I, I still would love to go back to 10 and play through it, because I never beat it. You know it, what's but... crazy is you've actually negative timed yourself by having a child. You have yeah. less time than you've ever had and will ever have. Actually, except maybe when you're old, but you've got arthritis by that point, And then what's the point? If Honestly, I don't have a microchip in my brain where I can go into Final Fantasy 10, then... <laughs> that's oh, that's what I meant to tell you about. Just as another little life update, I've been playing a lot of tennis this week, Govinda, without you. And the first time I did it, I took such a horrific fall that I cut my arm and knee open, and I'm covered in horrific scabs right now. I'm a scabby boy, and uh, that's actually limiting me already. I can't really use a controller at the minute, just uh, on account of the scabs. Yuck, scab man. He's a scab man. Next up. Naughty Dog can't wait to show new PS5 projects, plural. Get excited, Kale. I'm pretty excited. I Again, we've done this to death. I I hope we get something new, but I also want a true resolution to The Last of Us. I want a part three. I've been on record about that. You don't uh, think that was a true resolution? No, I need more. I need one more now. I think they could have, but then they added that epilogue, and now I just kind of need oh. something. Wait, what was the epilogue? I mean, it was that whole like last two hours of the game. It was the playable epilogue. Where you go to? Where you go to California? Yeah, yeah. But I, like for me, that could be the end of the the, the franchise because I feel like, like it could know, be without spoiling too much. Ellie Ellie lets go of the like the hate, unrelenting desire to get revenge, and so does uh, Abby. She yeah, and it seems like that it just neutralizes, and there's like a tr- an unspoken truce where they just you know so. I, that could Again, be the end to me. I just, I think we could see something. I could see, like, and people would hate it, but we could have an Abby and, uh, what was their name? The, uh, uh the survivor. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Lev? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Lev? Is it? Lev? Lev. Lev. That's it. Yeah, I could see that being a thing, and I would be into it. I could it. see that, but I, I think if, I think that because of the way the re- there was a reaction to The Last of Us Part Two, I could imagine they'd do it much like a Lost Legacy. Yeah, something standalone. Like, it is a maybe a small, like, eight-hour, small, contained experience where it almost feels like DLC for The Last of Us 2, but it is its own release and its own game kind of thing. I don't know. I just think there's something more with Ellie. I think we could get one more Ellie-focused game. I don't know what they do. It could be about... Maybe there is, Imagine like... There could be... Ellie, 20 years in the future. It's and her it's journey. Ellie and a little boy. Love it on the same journey and they just do exactly the last of us part one again (laughs) because she still is the cure like there is 
something there. Like that could... is true. That is true. They run into someone that can fix it. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm into it. I also like. Let's not forget they've got factions coming out sometime this year. Theoretically, at least they'll show something this allegedly. year. Allegedly, factions. Allegedly, and then I would imagine they have probably a big single player game sitting on the back burner somewhere that they're going to show at some point. I, I would love to get a Last of Us two part, like a Last of Us three, but I also would love a new IP. Yeah, new IP, then maybe Last of Us three, and then bring back Uncharted. Yeah, I'm probably ready for Uncharted. We've Although it sounds like too. Uncharted is going to another developer, which is probably going to be more the most likely scenario for the Uncharted franchise. But moving right along, Kale, The Last Guardian and Shadow of the Colossus Legend aiming for a 2023 announcement. Now, who is this, Kale? Who is this legend? Fumito Ueda, the creative mind behind Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. I never played Ico. Ico? Ico? Ico, sorry. Sorry. And I thought also, it was Ico. I, I don't know. I've never played it either, but apparently amazing. Did you play The Last Guardian? No, I didn't play The Last Guardian. No, I did play uh, a good chunk of Shadow of the Colossus. Didn't finish it, but that's because I didn't play it at its launch where I think it would have had the most like shock and awe. Yeah. Like going back to it, I was like, this is pretty cool. The world's empty and all I'm doing is fighting these Colossuses and that's literally it. But I could, I could, I definitely was playing it, and I was like, "Man, if I played this on PS2, was it PS2? PS2? Yeah, I think it was. The day yeah. it released, this would have blown my fucking mind open. Yeah, because the the Colossus fights are rad. They're actually really cool. The PS5 remake is pretty awesome, or PS4 remake. I think there was a PS5 version of that. That could be yeah, something that's what to I played. Explore. The Shadow, oh, okay, the Shadow you of did. the Colossus. That was what I played. I never played it when it came out, and I think that's yeah, why sure. it was like I was like, "This is cool, and I I appreciate it, but it's not blowing me away," you know. I had it, I mean, I intentionally had it spoiled for myself. It has a really interesting ending. Yeah, which, maybe I'll go back. It's not meant to be a long game, and I think I got through no. a good chunk of the Colossuses, so maybe I can go back and finish it. I appreciate uh, sort of the direction it went in, which makes me interested in um, you and I. The Last sort Guardian. Of, yeah, we existed in that PS3 space where that was just the ongoing train wreck that that game never came out. Finally, and eventually did. it did, and it was a bit like not middling. It was a, it was fine. Yeah, I but I'm, the... that's the thing. I just never got around to playing it, and I kind of wouldn't hate to throw that on. I think I got it as part of PS Plus, or it's part of the yeah, collection I'm sure it's somewhere. I, I think it just. I don't think it hit as hard as people were expecting because Eco and Shadow of the Colossus were such gigantic hits at the time. Yeah, and that came out, and it was a little bit not a wet fart, but like a moist fart. You know what I mean? Sort of a shart, which I'm sort like of a, a little like a. Like a, you know, like a little. As the uh, father of a five-week-old baby, I'm very familiar with this uh, this action, <laughs> the sort of fart that follows through. Uh, but being that they that they come from a great legacy of games, I'm interested to see what they're they're going to announce. That could be that could be cool. Yeah, look, we're ready, ready for something new. Now this is the big one, Kale, and this is why I thought you weren't talking about Persona Three because it wasn't in this. Persona Dev Atlas is teasing, quote, several unannounced titles, end quote, in 2023. Now, as I mentioned to you earlier, apparently there is a full remake of Persona 3 in the works on top of the re-release of Persona 3 on PS5 later this year. Uh, so that would be pretty chill because I liked Persona 3's... I like the, the vibe of Persona 3, but I tried to play it and it's very much not Persona 4 slash 5. Oh, yeah. Um, and just... Uh, it's later this month. So Persona 3 and When 4. it comes out, the PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. cool. Uh, it looks great. Like, I really like Persona 3. It's very simple compared to what 
even Persona 4 is on Vita. Well, that, that's what kind of... I think I went into a dungeon on Persona 3 and I did the first and I was like, well, this is pretty basic. Like, there's oh, not yeah. a whole lot oh, going yeah. on. It's very much um, a visual novel. You don't even walk around. You yeah. just navigate through, like, menus to different locations. Yeah, and different screens where people are on a different screen, like, of a location, yeah. you know? But yeah. it's such a cool... Like all of them, it's such a cool world. Like, this is... I believe this one's the one with the... Uh, is it the Midnight Hour or is that Persona 4? Persona 4 is the Midnight Hour. Oh, TV. what is it in this? But this is where... Uh, they, this every- is where they shoot themselves to summon yeah, their Persona. They kill themselves to summon the Persona. Something theory. else happened. Like, there's, there's this tower called Tartarus and it rises out of the school. But everyone b- turns into coffins. Like, all living people just become oh. coffins. It's, like, super dark and weird and... Yeah, I, I didn't get super deep into it, so I don't actually know too much about it. But I did like the style and, and what was happening when I played it. And I was like, this would be cool if it was more of a game. And the cool <laughs> thing with this is uh, this will be the uh, portable version, which adds a new protagonist. You can be a female uh, main character, which changes all the social links. Like, they're different. They've added more. Uh, there'll be trophies. There'll be all the quality of life improvements. So it'll actually run at 60 FPS. and yeah. It's well, a game in. that doesn't really move is not really needed at 60 FPS, but Persona 4 Golden will definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I, any of them, I'll take it. Just the smoothness, the lack of loading, like all that. The lack is... of loading will be a big one. Do you, do we do you want a pizza bet? If we're gonna, we we ain't never follow through on the pizza bet. So George, if you want to keep tracking these pizza bets for us, that'd be rad because we forget. But do you want a pizza bet if Persona 6 gets announced? Persona 6 is a fair assumption. It's been too long. We should have heard something by now, and yet. Nada. Well, they don't really need to because they keep making all of the money just reselling Persona 5 for full price to everyone always. I like to think I won't buy Persona 4 again, but I'll definitely pick up Persona 3. I want to play that. Is it not? Oh, they're separate games. I thought it was like a package. Yeah, they're they're very moderately priced. I believe they're like 30, maybe 40 Australian dollars. They're like... Mm, I won't do that. I've finished Persona 4 and I'm not... Uh, Persona 3, if they're doing a remake, I'll just do that instead. But who knows? Maybe they're not doing a remake. But anyway, moving right along, Kale. PS5's pricey DualSense Edge controller has a shorter battery life than the regular DualSense. That is disappointing, but also not a deal breaker. The biggest deal breaker is that it is 340 Australian dollars. Which is aggressive. It's admittedly aggressive, but I want it. (laughs) I do want it. But not at that yeah, price. Not at that price. I'll wait for like a sale that I can get it on or someone to give me a voucher for somewhere. But that is rough. It actually, it is funny because I did get a, a $100 Amazon gift card for Christmas. So maybe this is can a good use. No, 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 no. You didn't it's get me anything me. for Christmas? Yeah, I didn't really get anyone anything. I have a new baby, so. <laughs> you, what, you, do you have enough, any I never idea? Got anything, I never got anything when you didn't have a baby. Do you have any idea how good a new baby is for getting out of things? Do you have any oh concept? Oh my god. Okay, moving right <laughs> along. PS5, PSVR likely to feature at Sony's CES 2023 press conference, which is actually happening later today. We would have recorded after that, but I got places to be and people to see, and that, that meant you wouldn't have had an episode till probably early next week. So we're just going to deal with it next time. And CES is... Generally, there's not much PlayStation stuff there. This is a Sony tech conference. Uh, that's this is not it's... a Sony tech conference. This is a industry tech conference that Sony is at. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought it was a Sony thing, but that's just... No, you don't know a lot, though, so there's mm. that. 
what is it, Con- Consumer Electronics Show or something like that? Yeah, but, you know, we don't really get game reveals at this kind no, of thing. No, this will be about tech. This will definitely be about tech. Uh, so it makes sense that the PSVR 2 hardware will be there. This is, uh, this is like where I would almost expect a, like, PlayStation Pro announcement if they were going to do it. That could be interesting. I mean, of course, we'll get PSVR 2. It's in the thumbnail for the, the trailer. So yeah, for sure. They'll definitely be... And again, this is happening in like two hours as of the time of recording, but... No, it's actually happening in 12... In like 18 minutes. Oh. <laughs> fuck me, I guess. Doesn't really... Yeah, fuck you, honestly. Uh, but anyway, that's going to happen. We'll talk about it if it's relevant next time. And we might forget about it and not talk about it. So that's yeah, like we'll the see. fun of the show is you really never know what you're going to get. <laughs> And finally, in Quickfire, God of War Ragnarok will receive a New Game Plus mode in an update in the spring, our autumn, I guess, 2023. This is an interesting one for me because it really put into focus how much I would never play this game again. Because I'm like, this is cool, but I will never play this game again from the start to the finish. There's no reason for me to, even with New Game even with New Game Plus, it's just I've seen it, and it's strangely linear. I mean, maybe that isn't strange. Well, like the story is linear. There's not, it's not like an optional story thing. The game, obviously, there's got places you can see and look into, but well, yeah. by the time, like, if I end up getting the Platinum, there'll be no reason for me to play New Game Plus. Nope. And we talked it to death last time, but I found so many segments of this game to be bloated, and weirdly paced and just kind of unnecessary and I won't go... For whatever reason, I'll play through Persona 3 again, but I won't play through God of War Ragnarok ever. <laughs> that's just... Uh, that's a one and done yeah, you do You do talk about this game like you hate it. I know, and I don't. It's just, in hindsight... I just, I just don't think it lived up to what I was expecting. Like, I loved it. It just... I think I was expecting more. And really, it was kind of more of the same... Mm. Mm. But we don't need to get into that too much more. What we do need to talk about, Govinda, is Sony's upcoming slate of movies and television shows. We just kind of came to the realization that this big Last of Us HBO show launches in like 10 days as of the time of recording, which is kind of... It's it's gone to the point now where pretty much if Sony has a first-party game that's successful i.e. Uncharted, The Last of Us, God of War, Death Stranding, like... Gran Turismo. They're all going to... Horizon, Gran Turismo, like, they're all going to be on another medium of some sort at some time. Because now we've got a God of War TV series, and we also have a Death Stranding movie that have been announced. And so, yeah, that's it's kind of just the, the nature of the beast these days. It gives... I mean, it makes a lot of sense. They make a shit ton of money, like, Uncharted movie... And they have... Uh, they are a studio. Like they have Sony yeah. Pictures, you know, like they have their... And underneath Sony Pictures, there is more studios and stuff. So, I get it. But should Christopher Judge play Kratos? Well, yeah, we're looking at the IGN article here. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I don't know, right? Like, it's tough because the reality is, is Christopher Judge is a black man. And there's no issue with that. Certain people will find an issue with Kratos being a black man. Let's now, be honest. It, uh, for the sake of the argument, isn't Kratos just like painted white? <laughs> He's a Greek Spartan. 
He is not. What is it? It's the ashes of his family. Yeah, he's okay. covered so, in ashes. So he is yeah, like a so whitish looking. He could be a black man with white ashes on him. It's true. It, would that? But then be... I always think about him. Like, does he do that every day? Like, <laughs> does he wake up and just like spread no, some ashes on him? Like, what? he's cursed so that he can never yeah, get okay. them off. It, the problem ah, is, true. then it just, that becomes the conversation, right? It becomes so annoying where people are like, well, Kratos shouldn't look like that. That's not. And then you might get Greek people being like, well, that's not what like, ancient Spartans looked like. Like, you know, it's it changes the tenor of the conversation. I guess, but like Pedro Pascal is not just a generic white man. Like, he, I no. think he's what, Ch- Chilean? Yeah. So then, like people, like no one really cared that he was Joel. No one was like, "Oh, but he should be a he should be a normal white man." Like, what's going on? You know, that is different though, because there is the concept of passing. Like, you true, know, true, true, Pedro true. Pascal vaguely looks like Joel. This is quite a difference, Isn't even just down to facial structure. Like, they look nothing alike. It's kind of. I would argue that he he could like if you covered him in some white soot. That he could pass as Kratos. You, you think that's going to happen? We're going to cover Christopher Judge in white soot <laughs> for months uh, on end? Well, if, if he wants to play Kratos, yes. We don't you know, know that he wants to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the it's other like, thing it's like, is... Imagine if, imagine if for like the Death Stranding movie, Norman Reddus doesn't want to do it. Like, what do you do then? Because Norman Reddus is Norman Reddus. In the... Are you saying Reddus? Reddus? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Norman Reedus, Redis, Reedus. You just said it like three like, times really fast and it freaked me out. <laughs> he is him in Death Stranding. So if you have a Death Stranding movie without him, that'll be bizarre. See, that's a different issue because... So I like Stargate quite a lot, even though it's bad. But the thing about Christopher <laughs> Judge and his Teal. portrayal of Teal'c is that it's pretty bad. I don't know that... Christopher Judge. I don't know if you can do like you just can't, you can't use that as your frame of reference because that whole show was bad. Everyone was playing a campy stereotypical character of them. Like the writing was not good in that show. It was it, it, it was enough to get the story through, but it's not like mm. it's winning awards for its amazing writing and characterization. No, but there was some good moments in it. They weren't coming from Teal'c. The other thing is, Christopher Judge has had quite a bit of work done <laughs> since then. <laughs> quite a lot of uh, uh, plastic surgery. Yeah, it's true. You're it not makes wrong. it hard to emote the kind of character that Kratos is. <laughs> uh, so that's... Anyway, just not to get too far down this. The other alternatives, as suggested by IGN, were Jason Momoa. Super mm-hmm. weird. Dave Bautista. Yeah, no... Or Gerard Butler, uh, speaking of you Spartans and 300. Look-wise, I think Batista could pull it off. I think so, too. And actually, Gerard, I don't hate Gerard that either. Butler, I think, could do it as well, for sure. That's the one I think that is most likely. My thing is, like, Gerard Butler, just, uh, he's obviously pretty fit anyway and have to, would have to be fit. Actually, no, I think about now, Jason Momoa, they're all pretty good options. I'm just kind of over Jason Momoa. Just I get that. Uh, I think Gerard Butler is a pretty good one, but he, uh, yeah, he has hard to be though, pretty big. Whoever it is has to be just big because Kratos is a big boy. Like he's he's strong and thick. But the issue I have is like, I don't know that I can not have Christopher Judge's voice. 
that's it. That's why that's I was asking for Shimmy Christopher Judge, yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm thinking of all of them. I don't think any of them could pull it. That's why I thought Momoa might have a better voice for it than the others. Mm, mm. Now, my other thing is, my problem with this is they're, they're doing the God of War 2018 story by the looks of things. But yeah. you're just you're just like sidelining all of the Greek history there, you know, like. That's kind of like, fine, though, because I guess so. You're, it's going to be a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. There would have to be so much hand-holding. And like, even- you need to explain why a Greek god of war who is not the god of war, uh, <laughs> the god of war in Greek mythology is in Norse mythology. It's- you know, like... <laughs> so it'll be it interesting. Is- it's an uphill battle. I- this, of all of them, I think. But at least it's a TV series and not a movie. Yeah, no, that definitely does help. It definitely does help. I think, honestly, to be fair, Death Stranding being a movie, I think, makes more sense too, because you can't have a TV series of a guy walking for. <laughs> like. Interesting to note as well, I don't know if we mentioned this, this has been confirmed to be developed by Amazon. So it would have the resources. The God of War. Yeah. Um,. You know, yeah, take- but like to be honest, I haven't loved a lot of the movies slash TV shows that say. come out of games, and I think the only reason I'm hopeful for The Last of Us is because it's HBO. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, whatever you think of that, like that level of production would be great for God of War. You won't get it. That costs you don't a think billion so? dollars. It costs oh, yeah, of one billion dollars. They yeah. can't do it. And so that's my concern. I don't think Amazon, they have money, obviously, but I don't think that show was written fantastically. I think a lot of the dialogue was pretty bad and campy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the overarching story was interesting, kind of, but like uh, that show was underwhelming. And I think between the Battle of the Lord of the Rings show and House of the Dragons, House of the Dragons was a better show. Oh, HBO for sure. You know? Oh, sure. So uh, if if any if at any point HBO does another PlayStation franchise show slash movie thing that I'll be way more interested in, but I'm I'm super skeptical of Amazon being able to pull this off. I actually wanted to go through all the other actors uh, and not we did manage to get bogged down on Kratos, but it is a big deal. But uh, let me just throw a couple others at you. This is as suggested by IGN.com. Uh, Atreus, who should play it? This one, Sunny Suljic portrays. Atreus in the game. That's one where I'm like, okay, you could actually do it in the TV show. Oh, honestly, looking at yeah. him, yeah, he could definitely, he could definitely pull that off. I don't know who Jacob Tremblay is, but we've got Let's Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Chalamet's too old, I think. Like, he can play young, but I think, it, especially if you're starting as a young Atreus, I don't think you'd do it. Oh, he, J- Jacob Tremblay could actually pull it off, at least for a young Atreus. And they've also Do got Tom the movie- Holland in here, which has got to be a meme. No. <laughs> Do you ever see <laughs> Good Boys? No. It's like a funny, like, Seth Rogen movie, but Seth Rogen's not in it about... It's kind of like a super bad, like, three okay. young kids doing funny, dumb shit. He's in that. I actually think he'd be a pretty good, like, young Atreus, maybe. Although now I'm seeing some photos. He looks a little bit older than I'd expected because time... The endless marching of time. God, I don't even want to go through the rest of them. It's too, it's too much. It's I don't know much. all of them, too. At yeah, least that's for the, it. Um, it's... At least for Kratos, I've got three pictures up here of all of those actors, and I can just look at them, whereas with that, I don't have that. Who should play Freya? Emily Blunt, Kate Beckinsale. I don't, I don't know, know who Danielle Busetti <laughs> is. I don't know who Lena Headey is. This is riveting podcasting. 
Oh, yeah, we're talking about it. images that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a whole well, thing. You, 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 to be fair, I went to Death Stranding and you brought us back here. <laughs> well, we should cover Death Stranding a little bit because there is a movie in development, as reported by Deadline. Uh, Kojima is involved as a producer. We don't really know too much else about it. This is one, though, I, where, like, yeah, Norman I Reedus. Don't know, dude. You need Norman Reedus. Oh, 100%. You need all of the actors. Because they're all actors, like they're all legit actors. Like you need Guillermo del Toro to be that dude who's given him information. And do you like, mean Die Hardman? Was it he's Die, not Hardman? Die Hardman? He's not Die Hardman. No, he's like the techie guy. I think if if I'm not mistaken. No, Die Hardman's got the mask on, so you don't know who Die Hardman is actually. Yeah, you're right. Now I need to know um, that. But, but you need like all of the actors to be on board for this to really pay off. But my problem with Death Stranding as a movie is that, like, I don't think the public's ready for the story that Hideo Kojima <laughs> has spun. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was uh, Dead Man. Guillermo was Dead, dead Man. man. Yeah, okay, Dead Man, Dead Man. Um, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think the general public is ready for it, nor do they, are they going to understand it. Whereas, like, if you've played Metal Gear Solid 4 or 3, you kind of get a feel for, like, I don't Kojima's know. vibe, you know? I think, Kojima's vibe. I think you just put it out. Like, have you seen The Northman? The Northman? Oh, A24 makes Death Stranding? Yeah. I'm in, dude. That's going to be It could just sick. be like, like one of my favorite movies ever made now. Somehow, I don't know how this snuck up, is just The Green Knight. Like, just give me something weird like that. See, just you've just totally made two A24 films, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I don't think A24 is making it. And A24 has a very specific, like, vibe about their movies. Like, The Lighthouse was A24, The Witch. Like, all of them fit... The Witch. Sorry, my bad. All of them fit this perfectly, but they're not doing it. And that makes me sad. Because that would be be really interesting. All I mean is, like, just give me... Just put it out there. (laughs) Just this weird movie. Maybe it's like the... uh, the jumpstart the film industry needs because it is very unique. And right now I feel like every movie that gets made is just like, just make the movie we know people will watch, make that cookie cutter experience, make the Marvel movies. Like, and this is just going to be so far out of left field. People are going to be like, what did I just see? Jesus. Uh, just little, little update from my wife who is uh, listening uh, right now. Uh, Chalamet and Holland are fully grown men nearing 30. They cannot possibly be a Atreus. <laughs> That's, Holland had to be a joke. Chalamet can play young, right? If he was like a teenager Atreus, maybe, but... Uh, yeah, no, that's a no from me, dog. Uh, I'm actually more interested in a Death Stranding movie than I am about a God of War TV show. See, I think Death Stranding should be a TV show. Everything should be a TV show. Think about the way Death Stranding introduces its characters, how it's chapter-driven, it sort of follow Like, that seems like episodes of a TV I- show. I'm, I'm with you for sure. The, the problem is... Like, how many scenes do you want of him walking with a every, backpack? Every episode, 15 minutes plus. Just... Losing my balance. Hey, <laughs> they pulled it off in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they can do it here. Uh, look, I'm with you, but I, I also... I get that whoever is... Whoever decided to make this was like, we can't do... a. 10 episode TV show of this guy walking across America. We can't do it. He what doesn't happens? talk to anyone when he's walking. He doesn't have companions. There is no nothing. It's just him dropping a ladder and climbing it and then throwing a rope down and climbing down it and walking, holding his straps and trying to balance. Like, 
We say There's that. There's no story there. But there really is, though. Like, you, each episode could be him getting to, like, a new settlement, taking on a request, going somewhere, doing something. Like, they could figure out a way to do it. You could, because obviously you got the bandits and stuff on the way. They'll yeah. try and steal your stuff. Like, I get it. And yeah. insurmountable things to pass, but it will be a very one-man band show, and I just don't... I understand, but I, I'm with you as well. Like, it's a really long story. Like, I still haven't finished it. I'm, like, 40-something hours in. It just mm. keeps going. So oh, it will be I'm, interesting to see how they cram it into two hours. I'll never forget the moment I hit, like, the point of no return. I was like, I can wrap this up tonight. And it took me, like, two more nights. Like, it just keeps going. Once you think yeah. it's done, it keeps going. Yeah. Honestly, you saying oh. that every time is a, is part of the reason I probably haven't finished it. Is It's, like, a little off-putting. <laughs> Speaking of off-putting, Govinda, I got some pudding and I want to be off to get it. Yeah, pudding. Well, it's actually a Nutella banana bread. Oh. But that wouldn't have flying, worked in the segue. F- flying in the face of your weekly exercise. Mm. Uh, okay, well, this has been episode something of something, and I've been someone, and Gail's have been someone else. Uh, if you like what you hear, leave a review. If you don't like what you hear, leave a five-star review. All leave five-star <laughs> reviews. We're on Twitter individually and as a podcast. Find the podcast and follow individually because Kale's showing me his nipples and I hate it. When did you get a dog tattoo? Oh, you didn't. You don't know that I have a tattoo of my dog on my heart. I hate that. Dude. This is your this dog is a- game before your daughter. That's so offensive to August. I'm, this is I'm actually sorry for her. this is a Picasso. Uh, this is a, a drawing done by Picasso. Uh, he loved dachshunds because they are the greatest animal, specifically dog, uh, the greatest breed of dog. And so I got it tattooed on my heart to show Can my. Can you stop showing me love. your hairy nipple chest, Jesus? No. I'm so. I'm, it's offensive. No, I won't. Take it. Get it away from me. Yuck. Look, anyway, he moves. well, he moves. <laughs> um, oh, I really wanted to screenshot that so I could send it to everyone on Twitter, but I won't. Uh, anyway, well. This has been the episode, and you might get another one in two weeks. We might talk about CES, and you might enjoy it. There's only one way to find out. Goodbye. Thank you, and goodbye.